meeting is being recorded. Hi, and welcome, 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 everybody, to Goddess Wave 55, our affiliates. And I'm always thankful to Chiori Publishing Company for making it possible with the people that want to write books, tell their stories, be on podcast with us. And today we have a very interesting interview. You know what? It is about yoga. Yes, yoga. Yoga as a way of life. Yoga with the beautiful, beautiful sister, VK, who is a yogi, certified, by the way, instructor here in Atlanta, Georgia. Everybody, let's welcome her to the show and to the podcast. Hey, good afternoon. Hi, how are you? We are fine, and we want to hear all about what yoga has to offer us. All right. Uh, before we start, I guess I'll tell you a big question of what yoga has to offer. Uh, my name is VK. I am a certified 200-hour yoga teacher and a certified kids yoga instructor as well. I live in Atlanta, Georgia, and I am an actor, a director, and a writer on top of all of those things. So just a really big creative. Wow. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I am very excited to be of service to my community and to my peers and to those around me and to continue as, as truthfully as, as I possibly can. Well, that's well spoken. That is well, well spoken. My audience wants to know how yoga, or why does yoga rather, have three different selves? So yoga actually has many selves. Uh, the main ones that I know of is um, yoga, which is really, really big on the asanas, um, which includes vinyasa. There's also yin yoga, which is a style of yoga where your, your muscles and your tension is not activated, so it's more on the relaxing side. And then there is restorative yoga, which is yoga that's great for... I mean, I can go into all of them, but it's really great for restoration uh, with the assistance of props, like bolsters or blocks. So there's all different kinds of yoga, and it's evolving. It's evolving every second of people. Yeah. I mean, there is trap yoga, there's twerking yoga. Yeah. <laughs> and there, yeah. Oh. There's, there's um, Baptiste, Bikram, yeah. all, all kinds. So there's way more than three. It's, it's, yeah. Wow. Tell me something. Now, what is known as the sister science of yoga? What is that all about? So that would be Ayurveda. Uh, I feel like this is a, a test. I'm taking a test right now. Oh, no, but, no, no. So the sister science of yoga is Ayurveda. It, that is very in-depth too. That involves... Uh, whole different kind of lifestyle 
diagnosing the body through body types. Uh, yeah, and, and it allows, allows you to free up your body to receive yoga in a different way. So when we when we eat a certain way, we feel a certain way. Uh-huh. Uh, whether positive or negative. So right. that's really, you know, and when we think certain thoughts and when we have our environment in a certain way. So Ayurveda just incorporates all these things and it is a vehicle to a really transformative experience through yoga. Wow, I didn't expect all of that uh, because when I have gone online, they have somewhere around somebody that goes by Ayurveda that deals with herbs. And that has helped me if I had a toothache. For example, I have had to go there for a natural remedy for a toothache. Mm -hmm. Why is that? See, I didn't expect for you to give me all those other answers. Because when I have gone online, they have bought a website up about Ayurveda for different aches and pains and um, to, to, to use and herbs, but most of it was more through herbalists. But thank you very much yeah. for, for that. Ayurveda is a lifestyle, so it can include herbs, ingesting mm -hmm. certain things, but mm -hmm. if we're only taking, which we do the best that we can, what we have, right? And mm -hmm. small steps make big steps, but it's, it's a multi-front kind of, practice right <laughs> just like some people for example love yoga mm -hmm. a lot of people do but they are only really acquainted with the asanas which is the physical the uh, physical postures okay. that bring really body really, um certain kind of emotions you know stretching the muscles tendons ligaments things like that but people forget that there's a whole there's seven other branches of, of yoga which includes breath work meditation you know, practicing not stealing from people, practicing moral things, certain things that come in, into play. So much like that aspect of yoga, Ayurveda is the same way. So herbs are a part of it, but definitely not the only part. Okay, thanks for sharing that. Now, VK, there is something that I connect with in my body, the root, the sacral chakra. Um, I think that women in general need to be more conscious of that particular area, since that is our lower part that's dealing with our yoni. I believe that's dealing with the things that deal with if you had a baby having birth, um, things that need to heal, all of that. Can you talk a little bit about the root sacral chakra or the solar plex chakra? How does yoga help heal them? Yeah, so those are all three different chakras. So the, the root uh, is our, our root, right? It is our foundation. The things that matter to us, like our more animalistic desires in terms of having food, like mm -hmm. the basics, food, house, clothing, am I safe? Things like that. And then you have your sacral chakra, which involves your sexual organs so that is that sexual fire that um create creative drive in a, in a lot of senses then you have the solar plexus which is almost like an emotional center right the uh, jovial joyful childlike aspect of ourselves and that really edges up more into the heart chakra as well so as 
women mm-hmm. and people with wombs, mm-hmm. it is important to bring focus to, I mean, all of the um, chakras, but specifically that root and that sacral are dire for us. And in a lot of ways, we don't have the privilege to focus on on the upper chakras until our foundations are set. And that can be really tough for a lot of women, especially black women, women of color, definitely, but specifically black women, you know, living in this uh, capitalist society, not, not meaning to bring it down, but being, being realistic, it can be really tough to, you know, we just house so much drama in these, in these places. That's why in yoga, things like hip openers are really transformative. Hip openers meaning, you know, maybe like pigeon pose or or any kind of pose that opens the hips, just even sitting in a butterfly pose. You mean like this? Yeah. Okay. Even just sitting in a in an easy seat pose. Uh-huh. Legs like this. This is opening your hips slightly, right? Right. Um, doing reclined butterfly pose or just anything that opens up the hips for a lot of us releases a lot of emotions, a lot of crying can happen uh, when you really start to dig deep into releasing all the trauma we tend to have stored in those lower chakras. So what I, is it good for me to say, this is the one of the benefits of the yoga? This is one of the benefits of the yoga? Is that good for me to say? Is that good for you to say? What are the benefits of the yoga? Because that would be a benefit, okay. right? Yeah. So yoga, I mean, there's many, 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 many benefits. One of the benefits, I'll, I'll bring it down into the personal aspect. So I love that we're talking about it in a, in a broad state, but it, you know, the, the practice of yoga can be so personal. So for me personally, benefits are clarity, clarity in mind clarity in who I am clarity in what I want and truthfulness within myself and a lot of these things for me have come through meditation which is also a limb of yoga I yeah I love Well, bringing it around, I love love how it makes you feel. Well, I, I love the uh, space, the the freedom almost that I feel when I'm in a clear headspace, right? And you can get that through the physical exertion that comes with yoga and through meditation. So that's one of the main benefits for me. Well, what's interesting about that is is that we um, have already talked about a lot dealing with yoga. And so to finalize things a little here, why would someone want to get into Involved with yoga that's over 55. Let's talk about the older people um, because I've done some chair yoga and I found it to be very beneficial, both mental and spiritually. Now you can discuss that more being a yogi. Yes. 
So yoga is beneficial for everyone. And specifically, it is really great for the older population, our, our elders, because if you don't use it, you lose it. You know, that very old saying. So just to keep the, the body limber, just to keep, you know, some muscles more, more active. Mm -hmm. And as we age, as women, you know, osteoporosis is, is a thing. We just get, we just get weaker. Our bodies get, get strained and we quicken the, we quicken the variables for, you know, being in more pain or being in more discomfort when we stop moving our bodies. Wow. And yeah. as a matter of fact, do you have to eat a special diet that's been on my mind forever to do yoga? Do I have to change my diet? Does anyone have to change their diet? So that's completely up to who's ever doing what, right? You can do whatever you want with whatever you want. Mm -hmm. Now, will certain foods make it harder or, or make, I don't want to say hard, but make you not maybe feel as, as great during your practice, perhaps like if you ate a big Mac, yeah. a big yeah. Mac right oh, before, yeah. you know, oh, yeah. that you might, For sure. you might not yeah. feel the best, but I think to eat a salad, right? <laughs> Afterwards or before works better. Yeah. I would even say, depending on, on bodies, right? Eating, eating too much right before yoga, you might get nauseous, you know, cause you're going up and down or you're stretching and mm -hmm. your body is, you know, doing what your body does. But I would definitely say just off the bat, you don't have to do anything to do yoga. You just have to show up as yourself and as you are with whatever you have available. Not everybody can, can have a, a vegan, a raw vegan spread or whatever. Not that you have to be vegan, you know, to be a, a, a yogi or to do yoga. Well, just, by just the way you that you're speaking about being vegan, are you vegan? No, I am not vegan. Used to be, I am not. What do you eat then to keep your body in such nice shape and your skin tone? And what do you do to be so glowing and glamorous oh, like thank this? You. Thank you. I eat for my health. I eat when I'm hungry. I listen to my body. I try not to restrict myself. I try to have a good relationship with food. Mm -hmm. It can be easy uh, to move into the restrictive mindset mm -hmm. with what you know the media tells us and all these diet fads. So I get as much sunlight as possible. I laugh a lot. I do yoga, which mm -hmm. does allow the body to detox. It does open up the body in different ways. It you know, allows me to have more access to the present moment, which is all that we really have. So I laugh a lot. I get some sun. I eat some fruits. Good for you. Yeah. And do you have to do yoga daily? These are all personal things, right? You don't have to do anything. Uh, I try to do it daily, personally. Okay. Uh, that might not be of access to everyone, you know? So no, you don't, long story short, you don't have to do it daily. Okay. Do it as much as you, as your intuition guides you to. 
All right. Now I am going to wrap this up, my audience, with this lovely, beautiful, glowing, black, gorgeous sister, BK Yogi here, and ask the final question because I was going through some documents and just looking around town here, and there is a studio that goes by the word Stella. And what does Stella stand for? So the studio you're talking about is Stella Power Yoga. They're uh, a Black-owned studio here in Atlanta. Amazing. It's where I got certified to be a yogi. And wow. I love them deeply, deeply, and what they do for the community. So their big word is, of course, Stella which means roughly being comprised of stars, you know, shining brightly. But that is also an acronym for how we can move through the world. So the S means strength, having strength as you move through your your day-to-day tasks and adversity. Um, having tenacity, the T means tenacity as we push past the barriers that we perceive in front of us. Mm -hmm. There's E, which is enlightenment, which means that we move a different way when we know or understand things things differently. Right. More enlightenment, you might move through a situation differently. We have leadership, so square shoulders, chin up. Yes. You're a leader. Watch it right away. Yes. Love and peace, Mm -hmm. you know, doing our best to move with love and peace even when it is not in fashion baby (laughs) a for adaptability life it throws us the universe loves to play is what i'll say and so you just gotta adapt sometimes the universe wants to go left you like girl we was just going right okay (laughs) and then resilience so that resilience to stay in the fire of life even when you're at your wit's end. So yes. Well, thank you for sharing. And do you have any last words to share with my audience? Like if they wanted to join and can they come and can you teach them or will you be somewhere on the internet or will you be in the um, Mecca Mechaverse or any of this stuff? Do you see, where do you see yourself going with this BK? So, First things first, you can find me on Instagram at VKOK. That's V-K-A-Y-O-K. Uh, shoot me a DM, reach out to me. I'm there if you have any questions, if you want to book a session. Uh, the next thing I'll leave you with is if you're really looking to explore a little bit of yoga, not that you have to dedicate your life to it, but you know, if it intrigues you, I would say to start with pranayama, which is uh, breath, one of the eight limbs, our most important thing, you know, breath, we do it involuntarily. We don't take every breath that we take. It is given to us is how I like to look at it. So really the breath is the anchor to everything. When we experience a stressful situation, breathing deeply, intentionally, you know, sitting up straight, squared shoulders, chin chin parallel to the uh, floor, you know, straight back, breathing well, allows us to think 
more clearly. This is all scientifically proven. So science is finally catching up to yoga, as I like to say. But oh, it's, it's, yeah. it's proven that when we breathe deeply and really fill up our, our diaphragm, we just we feel better, we think better, we have more, more confidence, we're able to sustain ourselves through challenges better when we focus on a breath. So I would definitely say that just being mindful of, of your breath, what happens when you're when you're anxious, right? What does your breath do? Your breath becomes shorter, which causes more stress mm-hmm. to the body and to the brain. So breathing. Well, Miss CK Yogi, I am very happy to have you join us on our show and enlightened, I'm using your word now, some of my audience about yoga. And if you are interested in getting in touch with her, she has left her information on this podcast, or you can contact me at chiorepublishing.biz, the first company to contact, or email us at chiorepublishing at gmail.com. And we will be happy to send you a copy of everything that we discussed today, or if you want to talk with us in live and living color, feel free to do so. And you can contact her on her Instagram. And I'm sure VK will get back to you. And I thank you very much for listening to our podcast today, Way 55. We'll see you around very soon. Take it easy. Thank you for having me. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you. Thank you so much. Bye.